We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Orton pumps again to the sideline. Bat it up. Oh, God! Stokely down the sideline! Can they catch him? Stokely! Wow! Touchdown! Broncos country, let's ride. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. We are delighted to welcome in Brandon Stokely. He, of course, former NFL wide receiver, current radio personality at 104.3, the fan in Denver. And uh, and always uh, a joy to talk to a man that uh, that had the kind of career he did, and he joins us now on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Brandon, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, it's great to catch up with you, and I got to tell you, when you start looking at this. Super Bowl, and you start talking about the wide receiver position. Uh, there, there, uh, there's obviously some great ones. There's obviously a guy that uh, changed teams and turned uh, the tide for the Eagles. And then there is the fact that uh, that Tyreek Hill, one of the best receivers in football, leaves the Kansas City Chiefs, and lo and behold, here they are. Pretty extraordinary. Really is. I, I actually I thought they were going to take a, a step back this year um, offensively. I thought it was going to be tough to lose that type of football player, that type of weapon, because you just don't see that type of speed, a Tyreek Hill speed, and the things that he does to a defense, how they have the game plan for him, uh, the fear that he puts in the secondary. You just don't, you can't duplicate that. So I thought they would take a. Uh, pretty significant step back this year offensively uh, in that passing game. And, look, they haven't missed a beat. Patrick Mahomes continues to do his thing. Travis Kelsey continues to do his thing. And and, and then you look at the flip side of it, the Eagles uh, with the pick of Devontae Smith uh, a couple years ago and then now adding A.J. Brown this past year. Uh, just a great job of kind of revamping their wide receiver position in just a couple years. So, um, obviously, uh, they, they've done a really good job of getting the playmakers for Jalen Hurts, and then you look at Dallas Goddard. Uh, so it should be fun. It should be a fun uh, uh, football game. So tell us how much fun it is in Denver now that they have hired Sean Payton. He is supposedly going to fix Russell Wilson. And can you speak to just the level of optimism? Or maybe there's cynicism. I don't know how it is in Denver, but what's the, what's the mood after hiring Sean Payton? It's optimism um, right now. Uh, you know, it's 
you, you look at where the Broncos have been and how many coaches they've had to hire here over the past six, seven years and uh, how many quarterbacks they've gone through. And there was optimism last year when Russ got here that, okay, our quarterback situation was fixed. Obviously, it was a complete disaster uh, this year. It was as bad as it could get. And, you know, now you're hoping that you can get an offensive guy in here, a pro's pro, a head, like a true head coach. You don't have to speculate on Sean Payton. Like, can he do the job? Can he trans? Can he, can he go from being an offensive coordinator to a head coach or defensive coordinator to a head coach? Uh, and, you know, some guys can't handle that, and we've had those guys here. Um, but you know Sean Payton can handle being a head coach and the ups and downs of an NFL season. Now, on top of that, uh, his main job is to try to fix Russ and, and to try to get him back playing at a – I don't want to say a – you know, I want – a high level because I don't know if Russ can play at a high level consistently anymore. I just don't know uh, uh, if he if he can do that. So, but just get him playing at a competent level, at a good level, uh, more consistently, and we'll see if he can do it. You know, we've seen some great coaches trade traded for draft picks, basically, right? I mean, Bill Belichick. Uh, that that might have been the greatest trade ever in league history, given what he was able to do. Um, would you give are there many coaches that you would actually surrender a first round pick for? And, and in this case, it's uh, it's first round plus because it's a second rounder uh, swap it swap for a third. Not this year, but next year as well. Right. Um, I, I look at the situation and. You know, if you don't have a coach, you don't have a chance. And, yeah, you need players, but we've realized here in Denver um, uh, how important a head coach is. And, you know, it's uh, that's your foundation of, of your football team. And um, if you have a good one, it can make a difference. And that's the, that's the bottom line. And the Broncos were in a tough situation this year with how things had played out in the coaching search. It was obviously, it was obvious they wanted Jim Harbaugh. I mean, they went back a second time to try to get Jim Harbaugh, and it just didn't work out. Um, and then the candidates started kind of falling away, and you didn't have a lot left here after, you know, three weeks of looking for coaches, four weeks of looking for coaches. So you were kind of left sitting there of, of go get Sean Payton and pay a price for him. You're going to have to pay a price. It's not fun to give up draft picks. Um, but it's not like they've done a great job with their draft picks anyway. So you needed a coach. They got a coach, and and hopefully, you know, here in Denver, we can check that off the uh, the box of, of to do list here for the next you know decade. Brandon, one of your other former teams, the Colts, are taking their own sweet time in hiring their head coach. I just wondered, based on your experiences there, the role that Jim Mercey is playing in this search, the role that he has played. In, in this season with Jeff Saturday being elevated to the interim head coach, and now he gets an opportunity to interview for the permanent position. What is your assessment of the way the Colts have handled this coaching search, and what do you expect to happen next? Yeah, it, it's hard for me on the outside to say a whole lot about it. It has taken them time, um, and we'll see what it looks like at the end. Um, I uh, my, my four years there were great. I, I, Mr. Ursay was great, couldn't – uh, such a generous owner and, um, you know, gave us all the tools to be successful. So I don't know what's really going on there now, but it's going to be interesting. You know, obviously that was an uh, out of the left field move there when, when they uh, brought in Jeff Saturday mid season, um, you know, being his former teammate, knowing what he's about and how hard it is to go in, you know, halfway through a season and all of a sudden change a culture and get that season back on track uh, when it's off the rails. 
I'm hoping he gets another uh, opportunity at it. I thought they were close. Obviously, there were some um, some tough losses there, but I thought they were close. And given him an, a whole off season, uh, I think he can change that thing around. And I'm hoping he gets another op- uh, crack at it. You know, you've been on a couple Super Bowl teams, and and um, obviously two very different teams. One that was defensive driven, and one that was the quarterback. How how is it easier? With the quarterback, because the sustainability is there, is it more difficult when you're uh, when you're with a kind of game manager and you don't know how long that's going to hold up? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, um, I, I love offense. You know, I played offense. I played wide receiver. So I'm I'm all about hey, give me that high flying offense and let's just outscore these guys and we'll figure out the defensive side of things now. It worked really well for us in Baltimore having that great defense. We went on a great run, but it wasn't like we were a great regular season football team. No one thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl. Our defense found their rhythm, and we did just enough offensively. But I, I, I love I love the high-flying offense, um, and I, I love approaching it that way. Uh, but I think when you look at both of these teams, um, obviously Kansas City's defense I think is, is underrated and um, – we all know what they can do offensively, but I, I, lo- I look at the Eagles as the most complete football team. I mean, you're talking about a team that can beat you with the running game, passing game, and defensively. I mean, they got it. They got it all. So, complete football team for me. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's not even close. And here in Chicago, we look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and you, we see similarities between Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, and certainly. The Bears would need to build an offensive and defensive lines like the Eagles to be in a position that the Eagles find themselves in. But how many parallels do you see between the two quarterbacks, uh, Fields and Hurts? And if the Bears were going to try to you know, follow the same path, maybe use the same plan, do you think that is conceivable? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's what you want to do. You want to stay the course. He showed you enough this past year to stay the course with Justin Fields you can uh, flip that first uh, that first pick and uh, get get more picks, and you can continue to build that way. I mean, you got it. You got a lot of you got the Powerball ticket right now. If you're Chicago, you got a ton of draft space, so you be you have to be ultra aggressive in free agency and go put playmakers around the guy. You have to put playmakers around these young quarterbacks, and you have to give them a good running game, give them an offensive line. Um, and so I think that's, you know, number one, two, three, four, five priority for the Chicago Bears is, you know, put more talent, better talent around Justin Fields. And look, you know, when you talk about an offensive line, everybody wants an offensive line, right? I mean, everybody does. Everybody needs more linemen. So it's easier said it, uh, than done. But when you have the cap space they do and the draft capital and where they sit in the draft, um, I mean, they're sitting in, in in the driver's seat and, you know, they're calling a lot of shots uh, th- this offseason and they can be really aggressive. And it's a huge offseason for them, obviously, with everything that they have. So it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate the, those waters. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sticking with Justin Fields. I'm going to continue to try to develop him uh, because he seems to me from the outside, he's a great leader. He's out there. He competes his tail off. And obviously – you know, the passing game aspect needs to um, be more consistent. Uh, but, but all those other things, he checks the box. So um, he just – they need to, this offseason, really, really put better weapons like you see uh, Philadelphia did for Jalen Hurts. 
So, uh, so you are doing some work with Bet Rivers, and you are uh, you you got all the info on the big game squares with Bet Rivers. I've been talking about it. It's a great way to win some money. Yeah, ten bucks. Bet ten bucks on a on a, on a game, and you get a square. And you can, uh, you, if your score hits, like, who doesn't love to do squares? Uh, you know the the squares where you have the numbers. And if your if your number hits, guess what? Boom, you can win up to ten thousand dollars. So it's pretty simple. Place a ten dollar wager and get yourself a square, and you can win up to ten thousand dollars. Wow, that sounds like a great deal. So that uh, do you is it too early for you to have a pick? Do you do you think you know what's going to happen in in the Super Bowl? Do you think? Uh, you want to go out on that limb today? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not scared of it. Uh, I, uh, I, I right now, right now, and and you know things can change. But I think Kansas City's so beat up too. And and I had high ankle sprains before. And you look at Patrick Mahomes, and, and yes, uh, uh, these two weeks will definitely help him. But I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent. His mobility is such a big part of his of his game and how he plays. And then they had three or four other key injuries um, uh, a week ago in, in the AFC championship game. So I think, I think Philly's the healthier football team, the more complete football team. They can beat you through the air. They can beat you on the ground and they can just whip you up front defensively and offensively. So I like the Eagles. I, I, I just really like the Eagles right now. And they're playing at a really high level. All right, Brandon. So I'm sure this question is, is dependent upon the day I ask you, but are you more likely to brag about catching passes from Peyton Manning or to have played against uh, Tom Brady, which which is more likely? <laughs> uh, for me, it's catching passes from uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, I was fortunate five years I played with him, four years in Indy, one year in uh, Denver, his first year here in Denver, and it was uh, it was special. Uh, like I, I didn't know who I was as an NFL player, um, and I didn't know how to be a, a true pro. And when I got around Peyton, I saw the attention to detail, how he went about his work, um, how it was business. You know, when you're out on the football field, it, it's business. We're working. We're trying to get better. And that's all the way in the off season, and that's in the season. And you put all that work in during the, during the week. You put the work in during the week, so Sundays are just easy and fun. And, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of – I played 15 years in the NFL, and if I wasn't with Peyton, you know, I, I probably would have played five or six. So – um, just being around that guy every day and how he came in the building and his work ethic, work ethic, and his accountability, all of those things um, were, were, were really second to none. So I got to see those things up close, and uh, you know it changed my 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 NFL path for sure. You don't have to convince anybody in Chicago the value of Peyton Manning. We still remember the Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> I, I know you didn't play in that game because of an injury, but I'm sure you still cherish the ring that you received after it. What do you remember about that day and that season? Yeah. Um, you know, the season for me was tough. That was my last year in Indy and I had, um, one injury after another. It started with a bad high ankle sprain and it just, I just never could got, get healthy. I ended up popping my Achilles in December. And of course that's the year that we go on this great run and end up winning the Super Bowl. Um, but I just remember the bears and that great defense that the bears had and, um, it, I remember it raining a lot and <laughs> Devin Hester, the talk, the talk, all the talk before the game was, do you kick it to Devin Hester? And we did, we kicked it to him and he takes it back to the house and I'm sitting there uh, in Miami and I'm thinking, are, are you kidding me? They, they, we, we kicked it to him and that was all the talk. And he, he actually 
brought it back uh, for a touchdown, and now the weather's awful, and we're down 7 nothing against a really good defense. This is going to be a tough, tough football game. And, um, you know, the, the guys just made a few plays here and there, and defense played great for us, um, and that was, that was the key uh, in that game. But it was a – I just remember that opening and, and how it went and all the talk, and then Devin Hester taking it back for a touchdown. So – um, obviously not being able to be a part of it was, was a bummer because I was there, um, kind of at the, not at the start, but when we had some great teams and we just could never get over the Patriots, we lost to the Steelers, uh, I believe it was a year before. And then I got hurt and, you know, I'm sitting there soaking wet watching this game with a boot on my foot after having Achilles surgery. So it wasn't all that much fun for me. <laughs> great stuff. Hey, Brandon, thank you so much. Appreciate talking to you. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. Appreciate y'all. That is Brandon Stokely. He is uh, doing, uh, you know, he's obviously from Louisiana. You can hear it in his voice, but a little he's doing, bit. doing radio. In, yeah. uh, or is he from West Virginia? I thought he wasn't his dad. Didn't his dad play at LSU? At any rate, um, it, it's good to talk he went, to him. He, he played at uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Oh, so wow. he went to high school in, in La, Louisiana. Yeah, you could hear it. Yeah, he's voice. a little, still got a little Cajun in him, yeah. living in Denver and providing. Uh, Does, Sports radio in yeah. Yeah. And, and so he's got a firsthand look and and strong opinions, I'm sure, on the Russell Wilson, Peyton, uh, Sean Payton uh, yeah. marriage, football marriage. Now that uh, they hired Sean Payton, and he's there to revive Russell Wilson's career. Boy, I mean, they paid him a lot of money, Russell Wilson, and he was not very good. And I don't know where you're at with that one. I don't know if there's a lot of I, I'm on record as saying what I expect to happen there. But you know that I'm going way back to I'm a longtime Russell Wilson guy. You are. And so I said yesterday that I think that a year from now we'll be talking about Russell Wilson, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah, the thing about <laughs> Russell Wilson, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying the thing about him is – he was he was one of those guys, and and uh, you know we learned that uh, that uh, Brock Purdy was the same way. He played a ton of college football, so you know if you remember, uh, Russ played what four years at Carolina, and then transferred to Wisconsin and played a year at Wisconsin. It, it's pretty extraordinary how many starts he had by the time he got to the NFL, and maybe that's. One of the things people missed on him, it, it, not just uh, you know the fact that he was undersized and all that stuff, but he was one of these guys that had played a ton of college football, and he gets to uh, he gets to Seattle and he winds up winning that job, and you know he's one of these guys that has all the little sayings and all the little football stuff that gets a bit just, much. It, yeah, but it was it worked, it worked for, for him. him. It, it definitely worked, worked for him. him. Yeah. That's why he. Last year was clinging to the, those mantras, and yes. and that's who he was when he was successful. That's how right. he became successful. Yes. So now he's got a coach that can put him in the best position to have success again, and you wonder. You wonder if it's going to be something that uh, – a combination that thrives in Denver. I hope it, I hope it does work out. I, I like Sean Payton, and I've always liked Russell Wilson, the quarterback. Sean Payton, local guy, made good. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know – one of those guys that when he, I remember when he was in uh, Dallas, he was one of those assistants that was literally up all night breaking down tape, doing stuff like if you want, it was one of those guys. You want to get a hold of him, call him at midnight at, at the facility because he's he'd be there, there working. Yeah. No Sean, question. Great about it. stint with the Saints, won a yes. Super Bowl. Yes, 
And, you know, i also going to always have a soft spot for Sean Pate because he starred in the Kenny Chesney video, Boys of Fall. Oh, is that right? Yes, he I, did. I did not know he, he was. He went back to his high school in Naperville, and he was in the locker room and gave the, the talk, speech. and he gave the speech and the importance that high school football meant to those kids he was talking to and how he would trade anything to be in their situation. And then they get into the song, they put it to music, and, you know, the rest is history. Why would he ever approve of Kevin James as a guy to portray him? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I, I would. I would hope that he would be like. Nah, nah, nah. I'm a big Kevin James yeah. guy too. I like him. He's oh, fun, I like him. When he was on TV, he was the funniest guy on television, but he was not good for that role. All but, right. By the way, yes, right, sir. quickly. I know that this is a very important part of the show, but we did talk about Disney World. Yes. My mom is listening. My mom is yes. listening to the show, and she texted me to inform me. And remind me that I was four years old when we were at Disney World. Look at you. So, Look at you. We that's got why the... I don't have great memories. Oh I don't God. have many memories. That's, you know, what a treat that you've been given in life. <laughs> and what a step ahead of the rest of us. I was four. I think I was like 26 the first time I went to Disney. And it was the first time I had ever gone to, you know, a Japanese restaurant. You know, they had one of those Japanese steakhouses. Mm-hmm. And I went in, and they were directing me to a table where there were other people. And I was like, oh, no, no, there's just two of us. And they, they were like, "Like, are you an idiot? And I was, oh, yeah. yeah. Carrion member. That's funny. Yeah. All right, 312-644-6767. It's Mully and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. Hi, Mom. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score... It's a fun, fun time in our lives when we're watching around the NFL. We got the Senior Bowl going on. I, I don't know how you feel about the game. I don't really care as much about the game as I do all of the Very seldom watch the game. And, yeah. Seldom yeah. watch the game. Always like the buildup. I do too. Love the speculation. Love the conversation. Like the way that the players who are prospects emerge after good practices. And then maybe the next day, it's a bad practice. And even like sites that evaluate these things, like the 33rdteam.com, yep. Yep. they have 
second day risers, guys who had good practices and increased their value. Yeah. It's that big of a week for some of these kids. Uh, it, usually, it's usually a, a pretty good indication of whether a guy is going to be able to translate to the NFL or not. You can usually tell uh, the MVP from that game has done pretty well. Now, there are times when he hasn't. I believe the Bears drafted an MVP from that game in Michael Haynes, and that didn't work out <laughs> all that well. But um, but there, usually if you can if you make a move, if you do something, didn't Erlacher win the MVP of that game uh, back in the day? I, I believe he I did. I don't know if he did win the MVP of that game. I think he played in that game and made a strong impression. That was before I got here. Well, I'm, I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to double say, check on that. Yeah, I think we ought to. Dustin's looking it up. Okay, he can Dustin, look that up. Dustin, are you looking that up? He doesn't even uh, Something's wrong with the mic. I can't hear you right now. Well, while, we, while we're looking that up, I want to share this little nugget. Um, you know, Doug Coletti does a terrific job as the stat yes, man. The guru. For, he's the voice in Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer's ear on Sunday Bears games. Share this with me about Tom Brady. Tom Brady started 333 games in the regular season. 333. Never started a game with his team eliminated from playoff contention. Wow. Never in those 333 That's starts impossible. was there a team that Tom Brady was the starting quarterback for was out of playoff contention. He had a couple close calls. Uh, with the Jets won a tiebreaker, went to the playoffs in 2008. He got hurt, so he wasn't the starter. But he wonders if there has ever been another pro in any sport to have that kind of a career and longevity where that was the case. Mentions Gretzky, maybe Michael Jordan, maybe a New York Yankee. I don't know, but it's a great question and a terrific stat that underscores just how we talk about sustainability. Goodness sakes, 333 career regular season starts and never once were one of those teams out of the reach of the playoffs. After playing his final two seasons at safety in college, Erlacher lined up at linebacker in the Senior Bowl and was named the game's MVP. Okay, good job. Good memory. That's good information, though, on Tom Brady. You know what's funny <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. like Tom Tom preceded Erlacher into the NFL, right? Wasn't Tom 99 or was he 2000? He preceded him. So yeah. he was 99 when he was drafted and Erlacher was drafted in 2000. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. So that's how old Tom is. That he was, you know, how long has Brian Erlacher been out of football? I long get, enough to be in the Hall of Fame. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Different positions, right? You know, there's, uh, there, you're not going to last till 46 playing linebacker. Uh, but that's unbelievable. As a quarterback, you are, you know, the target of every team. You're, they're trying to get to you. And, and Tom, manages to play to a point where uh, he's 45 years Brian old. Brian Erlacher retired in 2013. Incredible. So that would be, that would be when Tom Brady ago. felt like he was just getting started. Yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable. He still won a couple Super Bowls after that. By the way, speaking of Brian Erlacher, yeah. did you see this little news nugget last week? I did not. I'm sure that Dustin probably paid attention to this one. His son, Kennedy, mm. is a safety out in Chandler High School in Arizona. Scholarship offer from Notre Dame. Wow. Scholarship offer from the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and Marcus Freeman. How about that? That's pretty good. I'm You'll sure never Dustin. beat the Irish. Well, that's not what the term means. Well, if you 
If that doesn't make you feel old, though. You'll never beat the Irish is something that is chanted at Ireland games oh. because the Irish are a downtrodden people, and it doesn't matter what you do to them, they're going to come back. That they, You'll never beat the Irish has nothing to do with Notre Dame. But they do say it. At the, they, they do chant it at they, Notre Dame they, games, too. They've I mean, copied You it. should know that better than anybody. They've copied it from um So you're saying they shouldn't say that at Notre Dame games? Yes, I think that's very clear. You have an issue with their mascot, too, I'm assuming. Um, I personally am offended. But we by digress. The portrait here. Of, uh, you brought it up. I, mean, no, I did not bring it up. Bring that up. Fighting, it. boozing. I, I brought up the son of a Bears legend and Hall of Famer being offered a scholarship to the University of Notre Dame. That's a big deal. Oh, but let's talk about the mascot. <laughs> he brought up the mascot. <laughs> He said you'll never beat the Irish, so and I Moley tried to brought clarify up that he's what offended on what happens, what is said at Notre Dame games. Oh my God! Cal, o- Kansas, Penn State, and Wisconsin, four other programs who have offered scholarships saw, to Kennedy Erlacher. I, I saw uh, Wisconsin; they signed some kid from St. Mary's yesterday. And well, well, yesterday was a second signing day. Yeah, was the kind of everybody else who didn't sign early right. and is still out there. Let's sign him, and you know, it used they, to be yeah, they signed a kid from, from a defensive tackle from Marist, and it was funny because a friend of mine is like, "Why do we know this? Why, why are we like actually looking into what hat a kid puts on?" I'm like, "Well, it's just a big deal that they do," but you know, I always did find that kind of crazy that that they that they go on national television and pick which hat they're gonna. Well, it's, really, it's a it's a huge. Business. It's a, it's I get a it. huge industry. I get it, but I just don't know that I would be. I, I, I just I don't think I'd be like. I hate the idea. Well, Jamel Howard Jr. is who you're referring okay, to. Okay, Jamel Howard. The yes. Marist High School defensive tackle yes. signed with the Badgers. And Good, it's God bless highly recruited. He yes. took official visits to Michigan, Illinois, LSU, and Miami. Yes. Signed with the Badgers. So that's a coup for them. But I know what you're saying. And I have railed for a long time back when I was in South Bend against this whole idea about fans get so worked up about the whims of teenagers that are likely to change in any given day. It would be horrible if your livelihood depended on whether the guy picked up the right hand. Damn it! I know. I've been made redundant. It's absurd. It really is. is. Although I do not want to take away, though, that moment. Is great. It's a great Signing that letter of intent. I agree. I I have to say, it's, it's a huge point in your life i remember i did not have cameras i did not have you know a hat that i was choosing like i was gonna i was gonna sneak up and oh were you in the were you in the gym i was in the gym i was in an office there was a camera from uh maybe the stark county leader and maybe wkvi fm 99.3 was there in attendance when i signed my letter of intent and i chose ball state over navy and and I guess Any regrets of that. <laughs> State over Navy. I mean, that's Navy. pretty prestigious. I mean, the Naval Academy is pretty prestigious, right? I mean, oh, it was a great visit. I was there when uh, that that was a great weekend. I loved it. I loved everything about it, except for the fact except- that I had to commit five years and I was going to go that far away from home when I was seventeen years old. And he was going to be a submariner when he got done. <laughs> exactly. I didn't so- like small spaces. Um, Brady, Brady and Erlach are both in the two thousand draft. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm- sorry. I think we've made that error, but I believe Tom was the 199th pick, and that's where and, I was thinking 99. Yeah, and, and, I thought he was out in 99, right, but right. he was 199th pick in that yes. draft because Brian Urlacher was much earlier. What was he? What he was, was first. You know who 198th was right? Matt Bowen. 
Yeah. And Brian Urlacher, I think, went seventh, didn't he? Did he go seventh? Might have been the seventh overall pick. Would you, would you have been a, a submariner? I don't think so. If you were choosing I, a job in the Navy. I would have been an I'm English major. Saying, you would have been an English major. I don't think that I would have been a submariner. Were you an English major? No, I wasn't. Well, I was a political science and journalism major. Why would you have been an English major? Because that's the only major they had. That's the other thing I didn't like about going to the Naval Academy was that I would have had to major in English, and I didn't want to do that. Well, that would have been good. It might have been, but would, I would, I they, talked myself out of it is what I'm saying, Molly. Okay. I, I right. didn't want to go that far away from home. I was Ever think how different things might have been? A, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then. He'd be working at the Pentagon. <laughs> exactly. You know you would. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I, I did. I always have had this fascination, though, with with the Naval Academy and their football program. After being recruited there and taking a visit there and considering going there, yeah, I mean, being part of the Army Navy game would have been pretty special, been cool. right? I mean, would've, just that alone. Playing Notre Dame every year would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that's not too bad either. I that, didn't want to bring that up. And anymore. that was it part like of a sore subject. Exactly. But that was part of their recruiting pitch. Was that hey, you know, you get to play Notre Dame every year and the Army Navy experience. Yeah. Now, now I'm feeling a little bit more regretful now that Dustin has asked me if I have any regret yeah, over it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're like, like Dustin, basically, here's what he just said. He just said, your life could have exactly. been so much better. <laughs> I felt very good about <laughs> that decision up until about five minutes you ago. You went sitting in, in between these arguments that Molly and I were having. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't so have had to have been a referee. Urlacher, the eighth pick. Is that Jeez. right? Yeah, you're you are right on it. You're just if a, a Navy year education, you would remember that. <laughs> if you went to Navy, you didn't know. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, you, well. you'd have an intimate relationship with David Robinson. You'd know more about his life. Napoleon McCallum. Napoleon McCallum. At yeah. that point, was a big deal. Yeah. So going back in that era, that's interesting. All right, we've got, uh, I believe, uh, Dan and Lawrence are going to join us next. We'll talk to them. It's Mully and Hall on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 